0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name's Dwight Skull. My name's Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell
1: Tell your your story. story. So we've talked about talking about basically some rituals and summoning and things like that before. And we mentioned that we were going to talk about it. So we should probably talk about it. (laughs)
0: We talk about summoning. Summoning is great. It's a staple for many genres for gaming and, and books and other things as well. And basically the concept in a summoning is... The players have to stop something horrible from being brought into the world. And so the question is, how can they safely stop this summoning? Well, now, here's some different things to think about in summoning, okay? So the first thing is, is most of the time, you just stop a summoning. You just have to kill enough of the people doing the summoning that they don't have enough power to do it. Yeah, okay, I like that, but I really like this other thing instead. What if there's a point in the actual incantation that the summoning is happening? where the summon is happening now. Like, there's no way to stop the summoning, but because they're still speaking, the magic hasn't kind of like, let's think of it like an electrical loop. It hasn't closed its circuit to actually kick the spell off, but enough of the words have been said that the thing will now be summoned. But the last part of all summoning spells are the bindings that are placed on the thing being brought into the world. And so what if... You guys come in all willy-nilly, and they're like, oh my god, they're summoning stuff, and they start hacking at everybody, and they kill them all. Well, the spell ends.
1: Oh, wait, no, the spell casts itself. They still have this thing come to help, but it's— There's no no, bindings. There's no binding, so they have to kill it, otherwise it's going to wreak havoc on the
0: world. The whole world, right. So now they have—now you've, like, let—so, like, before, what they were going to summon was going to be something to just ask it questions right? We're summoning this greater demon. We're going to just ask it questions. So we have to put like eight, eight more hours of, of words into it to make sure that this thing doesn't leave. It doesn't eat our children. It's kind of like doing a wish spell, you know, like we have to stipulate what it can't do. And then you yahoos came in and killed me like mid-sentence on what it can't do. So like the only thing it can't do is come down and hunt down my family.
1: Well, that's cool. Family.
0: You just, you just killed me. So my family's safe. But you, you and yours are totally open game because I didn't say they couldn't leave and, the circle yet. I didn't and, say they
1: couldn't kill any human
0: beings yet. And so does the
1: rest of the population of this
0: world. Yeah, everything's dead, right? My my four people and my family are fine, but everybody else is, is done. So like you can think about summoning in this way of like stopping a summoning is not just going to be as simple as um, killing everybody. So like one does not simply stop a summoning, right? So the other thing is you can talk about like any other kind of conditions you can think of to stop this whole thing from just going into just different directions. Um, now, the other thing I like about that is then you could start to combine this with like finding clues or other things where you realize if you're starting to summon in higher level things, especially as a lower level person, you need certain things for it to happen. Like you need a summoning circle but you need a, a high powered summoning circle that somebody else built and permanently built into the floor. So that only leaves like maybe two or three locations that could happen. You have to find out what books they're using. Mm-hmm. Right. And the books they're using may be very long and convoluted. Or they're having to hobble them all together. And depending on how they did it, maybe they can't honestly do what they think they can do. And that's why you need to stop them. But if your players find out enough information over time they could realize when they walk in the door one of your you know you can make one of them like your magic user or someone who knows how to summon things be like hey make a roll, like a spellcraft roll, or make a knowledge roll, or make some sort of role and make it kind of easy like easy enough that they'll have a basic idea of what they need to do but then you can add certain things to it so like maybe it's a dc10 check uh and it's like a knowledge uh arcana Right, just let's use D Cool. D. Cool, Narnjacona, your wizard's going to get it right out the gate. Um, even if they roll like a one, you know they probably have nine ranks in it or whatever, you know, and they'll be fine. And at which point you go, oh, they're past the point in the summoning, uh, where it's safe. Like the monster's coming right now. They're just putting in caveats, and you're like, crap. Okay, um, here's the problem. But then you could do like at fifteen, it's like, yeah, they're at the part of the summoning where they're only guarding themselves. No one else in the no one else in the town has been guarded yet. No one else in this entire plane has been guarded yet. So maybe you want to actually like let them complete the summoning and then just kill them without letting them ask the question they want to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe like a DC twenty gets them like uh, you know you know exactly where they're at with it. You know how long it's going to take. You maybe maybe you now know like if you wait three more minutes, there's a really good opportunity for you to strike that allows anybody to ask a question of this thing and then send it back. Because it could be a certain spot where the thing's going to be trapped here. Because only they could ask the question. And it's not going to be trapped here. It's going to spend like, you know, maybe 1D6 days. And it's going to unravel its hold. And now it's going to be ticked. And it's going to start to destroy the countryside because it's unraveled its circle. Which means it's unraveled all of the binding magic to it as Mm -hmm. well. So many different things you can do. Now, let me flip this entire concept on its head. How come you're always stopping the summoning? Like, what if you needed to summon something, right? And then now, maybe as a good character, you're not summoning anything. But again, who says that you always have to summon something evil? You could be summoning like a trumpet archon or some other angel to answer your questions. And you could actually have a thing where maybe the the, the people that you're fighting against are trying to break in to stop you from summoning so that you can hear the answer you need. And you can flip the entire thing on its head where your main spell caster is pointless. Mm -hmm. Like every round you're like, make your spell, blah, blah, blah. Right. Make your, make your knowledge. And of course it's an easy check. Chances of them failing are zero. And if they do fail, they can do like a, a will save and keep the spell going, you know, really low DC, but that literally renders them done. Like your, your main, your main guy just can't do anything against anybody coming at you. While the rest of the party literally has to defend the door. And at this point, you're kind of in this uh, hold until something happens, which was an episode we did, uh, looks like four or five, well, maybe like six or seven back. Mm-hmm. And that point, you could just put a counter on like, okay, this spell, this summons takes 10 rounds unless you fail your stuff and you got to do a will save. And then that round didn't happen. And so like it, your, your mage not doing their spells well enough could prevent, like could add time to the entire thing, which just amps up the intensity and mm-hmm. so you could do some really cool things with summoning. I would suggest that you don't just be... I'd suggest with summoning, you don't just go, yep, came in, saw the guys, you killed the guys, I guess the summoning's over. It, It's kind of flat. Yeah. It's very boring. So do that, or flip it on its head. You need to summon in something to get knowledge
1: or power. Or, or another one that you kind of ran us through oh, on yeah. the uh, us trying to seal Dreg Thuk was we stopped the guy from summoning but the damage is already done, the seal's still breaking, so we still need to figure out how to keep the seal from going, and we don't have that knowledge. So it's this fun thing of, you stop the guy from summoning the demon, but in order the demon's halfway in this world where, kind of like this, but he doesn't have the ability to hurt you guys. You need to now figure out how to seal him back. Right. You could do a thing where maybe you've opened up a portal
0: enough so that the being is in your world. Maybe not in a physical way, but now that you've, op- now that they've opened the portal and you didn't seal it in time in a, in a specific way, the being can reach out to people like in their dreams mm-hmm. and start to take over them so that like it could become this really fun, unintended long-term consequence of you not doing your job right. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, like maybe 10 game sessions from now, like you start hearing rumors where entire towns have just like
1: walked away. Yeah. Like one day just got up and walked who out. Knows, who knows where they go? Who what knows if your players actually know that they didn't shut down the ritual right? Maybe that from what they their perspective, they killed the guy, the summoning stopped and they and they saved the day.
0: Yeah. And then like and maybe like a month or 3 later you're like, "Hey you guys, remember that summoning?" And then you don't really say it that way, but you bring in this element yeah. of, "Hey, you're botched." Uh, summoning stop actually is costing people their lives. And now, like, it actually would have been better had you just let these guys do what they did. Because what you did is actually far worse than mm-hmm. what they were going to do. They were just going to ask him, like, three three magical questions to get answers. Hey, Joe. Yeah. But now this guy's, like, literally <laughs> out. And he's like, oh, hey, here's a new world for me to plunder. Uh And he's not physically here, so he can't use all of his powers. But he is able to, like, corrupt people's minds and get them to do things that they would normally not do. And And now they're starting to build the thing to get him
1: physically here. Eventually, he'll corrupt—he'll have enough power with enough people for him to corrupt a high wizard or two, which is enough to create another thing to get him the full power.
0: And your question is, how do I stop i got to stop him spiritually or whatever, mentally, in this plane now? Yep. which is a different game than physically. So it's a really good call out. It's a, it's a great idea. So so many things you can do with summoning. I suggest you play around with some of them. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.